0: Herbert Hoover looks at the Colorado River and says, damn it, a rebel and Fred Flintstone first says, Yabba Dabba Doo, this is today. Welcome to This Is Today, the podcast that features the stories that make this day unique. It's Wednesday, September 30th, 2020. I'm Russ, and here's what you need to know about today. You know, I was looking at what national day it is, and sometimes you get like 20, 30 different national days. Well, today there's just one. And it's a great one. It's National Love People Day. And you know what? I wasn't really sure what that exactly meant. So I decided to call uh, from the Love Squad, Kay Manel. And she is joining me on the program right now. Hey, Kay. Hey, how are you? I'm doing all right. So what is National Love People Day all about? It's
1: about love. Not to be confused with Valentine's Day, but it's definitely all about love.
0: Okay, so I didn't have to go get chocolate or anything like that.
1: Nope, you're okay.
0: Oh, fantastic. Because I just end up eating it all anyway. I know, right? How do we celebrate Love People Day if we're not buying chocolate? You can
1: literally tell people you love them. Wouldn't that be amazing? If I like saw you, hey Russ, I
0: love you, Russ. I love you, Kay. Oh. Every kiss begins with K, I hear too. So there's that. <laughs> I saw on the website that it's a day to display unconditional love. No conditions.
1: I love you. And there's like, I'm not looking for a love back. Maybe I did something nice to you. But again, it's it's like I'm not asking for anything of you. I'm just loving you. I,
0: I so, love how simple it is. <laughs> Anybody
1: and, can do it.
0: And you've got uh, activities leading up to today as well?
1: So, yeah, we had a, a week long of activities that led up to today. And so it went from everything from spending time with your family, which seems so basic. I mean, well, especially now that, you know, we're all at home a lot more than we thought we would have been. But spending time with your family, spending time with the elderly, giving kudos to our and love to our first responders, our teachers, our EMTs, our police officers, like all those people that do what they do. And especially now during COVID that are making essential workers that Mm -hmm. are making our lives so much better ways to say that we love them. So that could be as simple as dropping off a box of donuts to your local fire station or... um, doing cards for the elderly or for St. Jude. Like, there's so much that you can do, and it doesn't
0: require anything. How did this start? Let's go back to the history.
1: Believe it or not, and this is, I I thought about this, like, you know, knowing that I was coming on. I was like, wow, this holiday was actually a gift. A gift. As a birthday gift, we gave this as a gift to someone, as a gift to Reggie Roll. It was his birthday, and Mm -hmm. he's all about love. And so this was our gift to him was a national holiday. Like, is that not love?
0: That's a beautiful thing that you guys did for Reggie. You came up with the holiday, got it out there online, and now all of my listeners are celebrating.
1: Has anyone ever given you a holiday for, you know, your birthday?
0: I don't have a holiday. Although my birthday <laughs> was a couple days ago, so maybe I'll just celebrate today. And we'll Happy
1: birthday, Russ!
0: And, you know, I'm guessing, though, that my friends don't love me as much as you guys love Reggie, because, yeah, no holiday. I got a couple cards, though, so I guess I'll go with that. All right. Uh, thank you for joining me today. Thank you. We'll be right back with our events and birthdays for the day. All right. We start today in 1935, just outside of Las Vegas. it uh, the Hoover Dam. It was dedicated on this day by President Franklin D. Roosevelt. It's located on the border of Nevada and Arizona, and it was built during the Great Depression. So you look at something like that, and it's like, oh, my God, how did they build this during the Great Depression it's just insane it's a it's a huge dam and uh, it gives me the reason to say the word dam without having to put that not safe or work thing so that's cool too but anyway uh, at its peak of construction the dam uh, had over 500 employees working on the dam uh, the team working on the dam faced daytime heat averaging 119 degrees. And, you know, because it was at the dam, that is damn hot. 16 people would die because of heat. 112 would die while working just because of construction accidents. So at the time it was completed, it was the largest concrete structure ever made. They used a lot of dam concrete. Just because it was dedicated on this day doesn't mean that it actually opened on this day. It actually took another year or so to complete. And you see, at the dedication, it wasn't actually called Hoover Dam. At the dedication, it was called Boulder Dam. It was was renamed in 1947 to honor President Herbert Hoover. He was the president that ordered the start of this project. Uh, the dam supplies power to the southwest, the whole damn southwest. And oh, wait, that one didn't work. That was actually just the word. Uh, and never mind. Anyway, it's a tourist attraction that you can actually drive over. And uh, you can take Route 93 and go right on top of the dam. Now, if somebody passes you on the road, Feel free to tell them to stay in their damn lane. Uh, Let's take our car and let's drive over to Route 46 and Route 41 in California for our next story. James Dean. Now, if you don't know that name, he was an actor and a heartthrob back in the 50s. He got his start in a Pepsi commercial, and then he made several appearances in TV and film. He then went on to star in East of Eden and Rebel Without a Cause and Giant, amongst others. Uh, These were big movies back then, and you can check some of them out. A couple of them are streaming on HBO Max. Anyway, he didn't have the greatest reputation on set. He had frequent mood swings, uh, rebellion, and even occasionally he would lock himself in the trailer and refuse used to come out. Jack Warner, the the last name, Warner, you know, Warner Brothers. He called Dean the little bastard. Oh my God, I got to swear twice on this podcast. Uh, Jack Warner knew that James Dean also liked fast cars. And so he told him, don't do it. This is a liability for the movies that we're making. So basically he banned James Dean from driving fast cars. He was afraid he was going to get in an accident. So what did Dean do? Well, I told you he was a rebel, right? So he went and bought a Porsche. And because he knew of his nickname that Jack Warner gave him... He painted the little bastard on the side. Uh, James Dean bought several other sports cars, and he began to race them. On September 30th in 1955, on this day, he had been driving to a race in Salinas, California. He got stopped by the police, and he was ticketed for excessive speed. Now, here's the thing. He was going 65, which was 10 miles over the speed limit at the time. James Dean continued to drive. About two hours later, he saw a car making a left turn onto the highway. He tried to adjust but he was unable. He struck the car nearly head-on. The Porsche that James was driving did two or three cartwheels, according to witnesses at the scene. It landed on the side of the road. Several witnesses and passers-by tried to help. James Dean was severely injured. He got a broken neck and several internal injuries. An ambulance came and took the unconscious and dying Dean to the hospital in Paso Robles. He was pronounced dead on arrival. The death was ruled an accident. See, the other driver couldn't see the Porsche because it had such a low profile. As I mentioned earlier, several of James Dean's movies can be seen streaming on HBO Max. If you want to learn more about the rebel James Dean, check out the movie. It's titled James Dean. It gives you a little bit more detail about his life. All right, let's move now to 1960. The Flintstones premiered. Oh, my sister the other day, she was like, you know what? When the Flintstones premiere, you definitely got to mention that. So this one's for my sister. Yeah, the Flintstones debuted on this day in 1960. Yeah, so this animated sitcom ran for six years on ABC back in the 60s, and it was the first animated series in prime time. We're kind of used to prime time animated series. Back then, it was a little strange to have cartoons in prime time. Hanna-Barbera Productions produced the series that brought us Fred, Wilma, Pebbles, and their neighbors, the Rubbles, along with plenty of other characters. There's so much that I could tell you about the Flintstones, and my sister would probably force me to tell you about the Flintstones, but instead of doing that, I'm going to bring back Kay Manel from The Love Squad to answer some trivia questions. Are you, are you down, Kay? Yabba-dabba-doo! <laughs> I love that. What is Fred Flintstone's trademark catchphrase? Yabba-dabba-doo! Yeah, I just wanted to hear you say it again. That actually wasn't the question. <laughs> Can you say it again though? Yeah, but never do. <laughs> <laughs> you know you know what's interesting though about that catchphrase what? is that it didn't come from the writers. It actually came from the actor who portrayed Fred Flintstone, Alan Reed. Yeah, he said it during a recording session, it's loosely based on something that his mom used to say.
1: Well it's just an ad-lib.
0: Yeah, he just did it. Wow. Gotta love that. Okay. Let's move on now to the real questions here. Okay, this this one's an odd one. In the 60s, the Flintstones were sponsored by a product and at the end of each episode, Fred and Barney would use the product and talk about it. What was that product? I don't <laughs> I'm giving you a really I tough think one here.
1: Too. There's like a dance in everything.
0: You know what they were talking about? What? Winston cigarettes.
1: No way. Can you
0: believe that? The Flintstones were hawking cigarettes at the end of each show. <laughs> I mean, maybe that's why he had such a raspy voice. I don't know. But yes, he was hawking Winston's. And he would end every ad with Winston's taste good like a cigarette <laughs> show. That's yes. where that comes from? Can you believe that? That's that's oh, a influence. I
1: did not point. know that. I, I've heard
0: that. Yeah, kids, on this one, yabba-dabba, don't smoke. Uh, back in the 60s, though, that wasn't quite the message. Yeah, they had cartoons hawking cigarettes. Uh, it got so bad that the Public Health Cigarette Smoking Act uh, placed warnings on cigarettes and banned cigarette ads from broadcast. That happened in 1970. All right, let's move now. Your next question about the Flintstones. Okay, DC came out with a comic called The Flintstones. Did that come out before or after the cartoon? After! Yes! You got it! Yeah, it came out way after. Actually, in 2016, just four years ago, this comic book came out, and it portrayed the Flintstones as, like, superheroes. Uh, They would go on missions trying to stop evil (laughs) Neanderthals. However, before the Flintstones came onto TV, there was a comic strip called the Flagstones, and the Flagstones was actually the original name of the Flintstones. They had to change it because they didn't want to mix it up with that comic. All right, I'm going to close it out with one last question for you. All right, so in the intro, I mentioned all of the Flintstones' names. I didn't talk about the Rubbles. Tell me the names of the Rubbles.
1: Betty, Barney, and Bam Bam! Yes! You got it!
0: Oh, man. I love it! See, I love it is what I'm saying. I'm saying I love it to all the
1: love. Who cool for the love squad? Yes. <laughs>
0: hey, you know, I didn't ask you earlier. If yeah. people want to like hashtag photos or celebrate how, in social media, how do they do it?
1: Hashtag National Love People Day. Hashtag love people. But always keep those, whatever you hashtag, make sure it's open to the public. So if your account is private, we won't see it. Right. And don't forget to love people. And I love you, Russ.
0: I love you, Kay. <laughs> I'm going to start ending all my interviews that way. (laughs) <laughs> I got to bring K back every day just so I hear that laugh again. All right. Let's talk about some of the other events. In 1997, Microsoft Corporation released Internet Explorer 4. Yeah, they're still working out the bugs on that one. In 2016, two paintings with the combined value of over $100 million. Oh, my God. That's expensive. Uh, they were recovered after being stolen from the Van Gogh Museum way back in 2002. So missing for 14 Years And they found him on this day in 2016. And last year, a final story here about Forever 21. They declared bankruptcy last year and everybody was talking about it. Uh, We thought that, uh, you know, it was just Forever 21, but it turns out it's just for now. All right, let's take a look at our birthdays for today. Kate didn't laugh at that one. Uh, Johnny Mathis, uh, yeah, he was born on this day in 1935. The guy that was supposed to play Marty McFly, he was originally cast in that role, and instead it went to Michael J. Fox, Eric Stoltz. It's his birthday today. He turns 59. Jenna Elfman is 49. T-Pain is 35. And Maddie Ziegler is 18. That's your look at September 30th. Thanks for listening. To This Is Today, we do our best to pull together all the correct information. If we made a mistake and you heard it, you're super smart and we're super sorry. Be sure to subscribe wherever you get your podcasts and give us a five star if you think we deserve it. I'd like to send a special thanks to the Love Squad and Kay Manel for joining me today. I love you, Kay. Go to This Is Today podcast to make suggestions, give us feedback, and see our other podcasts. I hope you enjoyed learning about today. I'm Russ, and I'll talk to you tomorrow.